What's up, what's up, party people? Hey, what's going on? So this is episode two. Of Crime Couple, where we talk about crime. And murder. Yeah. And today, chopping heads off. Oh my god, yours is about chopping heads off? Yeah. So mine. Oh, really? really? Oh my god. No. Yeah. Wait, okay. Your person starts with a K, right? Yeah. And mine's a C. So we didn't do the same person. Yeah, we didn't do the same um, person. Because how we do this is we don't tell each other beforehand, so we like surprising each other with a fun story about murder. We think it sounds more authentic. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you listened last time to our very first podcast all the way through and you didn't um, say this sucks halfway through and leave. We it's decided okay if you did. it's okay. We understand. I don't blame you. Um, we decided to do females that murder this time around. So that's what we're going to be talking about. And I went last time, or I went first last time. So you go first this time. Okay. Well, this one's a doozy. Okay. <laughs> and disgusting, and everything in between. So, <laughs> her name is uh, Carol Bundy. Carol M. Bundy. Oh. She's not related to Ted Bundy. Um, maybe there's just a curse with this, <laughs> this last name. Yeah. Or maybe so, they are related. Uh, Distantly. Yeah. Uh, maybe. You know, I guess eventually their name originated from somewhere, right? Hmm. Okay. Sorry. Go on. Oh, okay. So, anyways. Uh, so, her and this guy... They were, uh, what was his name? Uh, Doug Clark. They became known as the Sunset Sunset Strip Killers. Um, so That's how we sold seashells by the seashore. <laughs> <laughs> the tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips. I think, didn't we say that last time? We were like, shall we sold shoes and station? I don't remember. Yeah. I didn't even want to listen about to shoes. our old episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so kidding. Sunset Strip Kill, killers. killers. Okay. Uh, they became, uh, th- they got this name in late spring and early summer of 1980. It only lasted from June 1st, 1980 to August 4th, 1980. And the victims were usually uh, just young sex workers or runaways. So Carol. Bundy is only known, or she was only convicted of two, or or I, I would say maybe known of two, or maybe a, a few murders, but they don't really know the exact number. Uh, it was more of her accomplice that did most of the the legwork on the murders. Mm. Uh, she was just she was there, and she was kind of in on it. It's. Uh, it's kind of so she did weird. the cooking yeah. and cleaning of the murder, and he like brought home the bacon mm, with the murder. Sort of, oh. yeah, yeah. So, and like, I I got, I saw some things where like, she was doing doing it kind of with him, and then it was like he was bringing. I, I'll I'll explain here in a minute, but regardless, she is fucked up. Great. Yeah. So, anyways, let's so let's start from the beginning when she was born uh, in 1942. Um, 
I didn't really know what month I forgot. Oh, August. I did have it written down. August uh, what? Uh, oh, now you're testing me. I didn't write that down because, honestly, I was, I was thinking of this, and then I was like, you know what? I don't even know if she deserves. Is she a Leo? That would make sense. Oh. I was thinking, I don't even, I don't know if she deserves we don't, the recognition she of her birthday. Yeah, no happy birthdays yeah. for you. Exactly, but she was born on August. Hope you have a terrible birthday. August 26th. Oh, she's not a Leo. No. She's a... Virgo, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that's close to my birthday. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, ooh. You know, a lot of serial killers are Virgos, actually. Oh. Rutro. Yeah. Huh. I read that That's one. That's interesting. Yeah. Virgos and Scorpios. Mm. That is weird. Maybe they. Oh, I don't know. Okay, go. That, that's <laughs> weird. That's weird. So, her parents were both alcoholics, and then her mother died when she was young. I didn't find the age whenever she actually died, but it was, it was young, and then, uh, we do know that her father was sexually abusing her at 11 oh, though so it had to be somewhere in you know like right around that age mm-hmm. 11 uh this is where you remember whenever i was typing this up and then you said i said ew and you said what and i said this is disgusting yeah what i'm reading i'm ready it's it's right here and this <laughs> this one's gross hit me okay <laughs> after carol and uh, her, their mother died. Their father was saying that the daughters had to take place of their mother in the bed. Uh. Yeah. And it said that her m- sister, at 11 years old, found out what uh, fellatio, I, I, that would be the technical term is. But, yeah, on her own father. And then she grew up to kill people. No, well, that was her sister first. Well, yeah. she also was that I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. She probably has some that issues, though. I is would. disgusting. I hope he died a painful death. Yeah, yeah, that is that's so gross. Uh, so then, then he eventually, apparently, well, he was sexually abusing Carol as well. It, it didn't really go into that as much. Uh, or from what I could see, it was more of like they, has, you know, she admitted to her sister and stuff. Yeah. Well, that heavy. Yeah, yeah. But then her get to the good part. <laughs> the I don't know if there is the that killing. good part in this. Time. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> so so she. Then her, their dad remarried eventually, and he apparently stopped with the daughter thing. But mm. then um, later, she got... Uh, oh, so... Okay. And then... <laughs> I forgot to add this in. So the Carol apparently came home one day, and their cat was dead. No! And their dad was all angry about something, and there was blood, so he probably killed the cat, and he said he's going to kill the whole family. Well, then that later led to them having to go into foster homes for a while. 
but then they were eventually able to come back. I think it was a short time. Uh, when you mess with pets, that's just... Yeah, especially, like, I mean, you can say cats are mean and stuff, no. too, but... All animals like, are beautiful. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah, exactly. That's... Okay, I mean, anyway. A cat can't defend itself like a dog can, usually. Um, have you ever held a cat? Yeah, but look at Those our dog. Shits. He, bi- he bites two. He's an angel. Oh, okay. Okay, anyway. Anyway. So then later, um, oh, and Carol, so she started to understand what the power of, like, sex was because of her father and for attention she would apparently during high school would run through the streets naked at night because she knew it would like it would give her attention and that's the attention she craved and she sounds really fun to hang out with <laughs> it reminds me of that movie with will ferrell uh, um school old school, old school. Yeah, yeah 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 I always get old school and kicking it old school mixed up, oh, even though they're two completely two, yeah, different movies. Yeah. Anyways, Carol's father f- eventually hung himself in Good. 1962. I hope yeah. it was slow. And he suffered. Yeah. Yeah, along with these other two uh, that we're about to get into. Well, Carol, including in that too. But they're, they're, there's a lot of messed up things already going on and it's just her childhood yeah uh, so so she eventually married she married some guy uh i forgot why she she ended up leaving him and then she married another uh writer and then that writer was like only really using her for his sexual needs i could see yeah oh my god yeah. So she, and then she had two kids and she divorced him. Uh, And then when she was, it said, when she was 17, she married a 56 year old man. And. Wait. Yeah. When she was 17? Yeah. (laughs) That's gross. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I saw. I I don't know which which one that was, though, because she had three, apparently, that she she was with you know that I think it was that first one and then she had the second one that was a writer or it could have been the writer I don't know uh, that I should have so she definitely has daddy issues oh yeah yeah and then she met squared she she met this disgusting human being Doug Clark at the age of 37 are you foreshadowing yeah yeah Mm-hmm. And you know that awkward silence when you just won't leave. <laughs> They'd be all up in your face. Just won't get the hint, you know. <laughs> and so, so yeah, she had these two young sons. You know, from what I could, uh, when I was reading and stuff about her, I didn't see anything about her young kids. So they must have been with this other husband she had before. Yeah. He's probably like, this bitch is crazy and doesn't need the kids. Right. Okay, anyway. Well, they were probably crazy, too, for even thinking that she was probably stable enough to have kids. We're we're all insane. It's fine. (laughs) 
uh, and she, um, so she had an affair with her block manager, and he was also uh, apartment block manager. So. <laughs> I was like, I, what I, is I, a block manager? I, I, Blockbuster I, manager. <laughs> uh, and. Uh, he was a part-time country singer as well. His oh. name was Jack Murray. Oh, my God. I love his work. What? I have no idea who that um, is. I'm just kidding. Oh, he was part-time. He's probably just kind of your local guy. And uh, so she she's having an affair with this guy now while she's with this uh, Doug Clark guy. And Clark shortly moved in with Bundy after they began to date and... Uh, and they both find, found out that they had dark sexual fantasies together. Hmm, what and a great match. Now we go into the killings. Finally. And, and, mm, <laughs> yeah, but this is gross. So Clark would bring people... His fantasy was bringing people back to have threesomes. Well, then it started to turn into a conversation where he wanted to bring back the 11 year old <gasps> girl neighbor no no yeah to bring back and uh bundy was helping this clark guy bring the girl back to their house <gasps> what and for pornographic photos Ew. yeah and it, did they thankfully they didn't kill this girl or it didn't say they did. Yeah. God. Yeah. It, that's that is gross. A little little girl like that. That's what the hell. And uh, oh, and then the other disgusting thing about this is Bundy, or I'm sorry, Clark, was talking about how he wanted to kill this 11 year old girl while they were having sex. So that's just everything about that is so gross and disturbing. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I know. Remember when I told you this one's a doozy? This one's a doozy. I feel like I need to like scrub my skin (laughs) off in the shower. I feel so dirty listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) This is this is yeah, and we're not even (laughs) we we're in the intro. Great of the killings. Well, so I'm assuming they talked about this for a while, and this Clark guy eventually, he convinced Bundy to purchase two guns for him, um, and they were specifically going to be used to kill women during sex. And this is really disturbing as well. Clark wanted to feel their vaginal contractions during death spasms. Yeah. I know. Explain your face. Huh? Explain your face. Uh, you kind of look like Donkey when he goes Shrek. With the, Shrek <laughs> With the eyebrows. We always put Shrek. Okay, so we'll keep going. So, <laughs> okay. In June 1980, like I said, when these killings started to come up, and they started all this little fiasco. Clark came home and told Bundy about two teenagers that he had brought home or he had killed. 
their their names were Gina Narano and Cynthia Chandler. He murdered them after picking them up on the Sunstep Strip, ordered them to perform fellatio, 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 right? Yeah. Fellatio, yeah. Then, which is disgusting because apparently they were teenagers, and then he shot them both in the head before taking them to the garage and raping their dead bodies. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I know. This was a little disturbing to even read. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Blech. Yeah, I know. At, at times, I was just kind of like, uh, I kind of don't know if I want to know the rest of this. I might move on to somebody else. <laughs> well, we're already invested. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I thought. And this is, yeah. Also, I want to know if he dies or not. Uh, don't tell me. Well, I'll eventually will tell you. Yeah, right now, I mean. Oh, okay. He dumped those girls' dead bodies near the Ventura Freeway, and they were found the next day. Uh, so, and this is kind of where it gets weird, too, because, like, Bundy knows, and she doesn't, she doesn't, like, do anything. She hasn't done anything. No, that's not yet. weird. It makes yeah. sense. If you look at her childhood. Yeah, but I know, but like. Girl mm. never stood a chance. Yeah, but yeah. So she called the police, admitting that she knew knowledge of the murders, but she didn't give any clues to Clark's identity. Clark said that she, uh, he, he, he said he would take the fall for both of them, make sure that she was okay, like, if anything oh, happened. What a gentleman. That was sarcasm. Uh, well, obviously. <laughs> he doesn't treat women with respect. And two days later, uh, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 12 days later, Clark killed two prostitutes, Karen Jones and Exie Wilson. Sex workers. Yeah. Oh, is that the... Yeah. Oh, whoops. Are we not supposed to say that other way? It's just not like the term oh. today oh. is sex workers. Ah, uh, I didn't know it's that. It's less demeaning. Oh. So he killed two sex workers. Oh, okay. I apologize. I didn't know that. It's okay. He, uh, he did this in the same style that he brought back. Uh, he did this in the same style as the... Teenagers. Okay. Um, same thing during the act. And Gross. All that. But this time, he went a little further and brought back Exy Willison's head and put it in the <gasps> refrigerator, where he would later use the head for no necrophilia. No. Acts. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And and I know we're doing like right now. I'm talking about Clark a lot, but. And this is where kind of like Bundy, this is where like more Carol and Bundy gets into it more is she saw the head in the refrigerator. I don't know why I'm laughing. She saw, the, maybe because it's your face. Mm -hmm. She saw the head in the fridge or the freezer fridge and she put makeup on it so that Clark, yeah, yeah. So it would look nicer for Clark later. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. WTF. 
Two days later, the couple put the freshly cleaned box in the or clean head in a box and dumped it into an alley. Yeah, I know. Was I know. it a clean box? Yeah. Was it? I don't know. Wait. Yeah. Okay. They put the freshly cleaned head in a box and dumped it in an alleyway. Three days later, another victim was found in the woods in San Fernando Valley. Uh, this time, the victim was a runaway. Her name was Marnette Comer. Comer, 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 who appeared to have been killed three weeks earlier, making it Clark's no- first known victim. There wasn't much infor- er, yeah, information on this killing, though. It's mm-hmm. just more of like found in the woods, and we think this could be the first person that he killed. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so like obviously Bundy's in on this, and I obviously Clark's got a sick, sick mind, but I. It's just, it's interesting to me that women can be in on this when they know how it feels from that woman's, the, like, the victim's perspective as a woman. Do you well, know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's why they do it, though, is because they've been victims and they feel like they have no control, like, over that part of their life because it was taken from them. So oh. they justify it by, like, doing it or helping mm with it like with other females so let's destroy other people's lives yeah it's like a total control thing that's disgusting like a power yeah because like when i find myself in a situation that like i've been in before with somebody like somebody i see somebody else struggling or something i kind of think like oh i've been there before like I, I don't want them, them to yeah. yeah but this is like the total opposite it's like feel my pain yeah uh, yeah that's Cause she's she's in pain that, yeah. herself well, there's she other ways to, to go to help. therapy yeah but this is what the 80s you said yeah so that wasn't like a thing or yeah or as a mental health wasn't as talked about yeah yeah it's still it's disgusting wow uh so anyways s- Bundy, so she's actually still attending this dude Murray's performances, uh, the country singer. Oh, okay. And then they, she was... Uh, a groupie. Yeah, I don't know if you'd say that, but she was talking to him one night on, and they were like, they had drinks or something, and she ended up confessing all this stuff <gasps> to Murray. And Murray's like, yeah, as any human being would be, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm going to go tell the police. <laughs> and the thing is, is he probably shouldn't have told her this. He so should have just went to the police. That's a deal breaker then, you'd say? Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I would say that's a deal breaker. And also, I think that, uh, y- y- yeah, he shouldn't have he shouldn't have said anything. He should have just kind of blown it off and then <laughs> go say something. Oh, not, yeah, that's, yeah. That's normal. Well, I got to go now. Yeah. Not like, oh, I'm telling on you. Like, well, he's probably like, so just like in shock. Yeah, he probably is, especially with somebody he knew. And yeah. Yeah. But whatever. And so she. She lured him into his van and said, you know, I'm going to, we can bust one out here real quick. What? Even after she told him that? I guess. I mean, he's a man. 
disgusting. <laughs> and uh, my show notes say after a show to bang bang. What? They were gonna go in the van to bang bang. That's what your notes say. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Next bullet, please. I forgot I put that until now. <laughs> I thought it would be funny later, but uh, turns out it's just like a stupid dad joke. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Once, uh, so then anyways, she ended up, as soon as they, you know, shut the doors in there, she ended up shooting him and decapitating his head. <laughs> I don't went know. for a bang bang and he got a <laughs> bang bang. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what uh, is the, like, why they like decapitating so much. It, that's so disturbing to me. The ultimate act of power. That is so disturbing. Yeah, it's pretty gross. And then Bundy's dumbass <laughs> left some <laughs> That's also what I should not say, too. And this one, it made you laugh. Anyways, <laughs> she left clues like uh, shell casings in the, in wow. the van. Wow, what an idiot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Haven't you ever killed anyone before? God. Yeah, you think she would be, she's already gotten away with a few. Well, I, I guess she didn't really get away with them she more hasn't been caught yet yeah and she because like it was more clark's doing yeah. before and then uh two days later um bundy she just buckled and uh she confessed to all her co-workers that she killed murray and then they obviously told the police um they got away with it they weren't lured into a van after they after she told them you know uh, so then she confessed, she fully confessed to his murder and then she ended up calling, uh, or, you know, calling out Clark and telling, telling on him as well. Uh, Bundy, she was only charged for two murders though. Uh, and then Clark was charged for six. Th that's all they know of and that she confessed. Whether there's more or not, we don't know. And the moment you've been waiting for, Clark was sentenced to death yes. in prison. Did he die, though? Uh, that, it said, from what I saw, it said he was still in prison. God. So I would have to check. I'll check on that whenever you're, you're talking about yours. Uh, okay. But, yeah. I need to know these things. Yeah, yeah. I, I should have I checked that. It said he was still sentenced to death, but I didn't see anything. Yeah, the death sentence can take forever. In the United States. Yeah, yeah, as we know. That's what, that's why I think he still actually... Is alive. Yeah. Well, that is disappointing. I was yeah, really looking forward mm, to But he's at least sentenced to it. But I doubt he'll get away with that. I mean, the disgusting things he did. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. Yeah. All right, so Carol Bundy. Well, oh, are you looking that up? No. Carol was sentenced to 52 years of life imprisonment because that was Clark. Clark was yeah. sentenced to death. No, I know. Yeah. How old was she when this happened? Uh, she had to be like 37, 38, right? So, okay, so she'll so, be pretty right. old. Oh, she died in December oh. 9th, 2003 at the age of 61. Wow. Did it say how? A heart attack. <gasps> oh, my God. Karma's a bitch, Carol. I bet she was overweight. 
Uh, she was. Oh, I knew you it. know what? I was looking because I have pictures of her. Do you want to see this? Yeah. She's not attractive. She kind of looks like. Um, wait, can I see that again? Yeah. She looks like um, an older, more like overweight version of Barb from Stranger Things. I think uh, it's just the glasses, though. It, I think it's the glasses too. That look back then. Not body shaming, by the way. Just stating obvious facts. She is overweight. Is that him? Yeah, yeah. Gross. Oh, my God. He he looks like a crackhead. Yeah, I know. His eyes are like three times bigger than his skull. He looks like a chihuahua. Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, my God. Hollywood Slasher. That was another name? Everyone look up. What's his name? Dan Clark? Uh, Doug Clark. Doug Clark. Look him up. That is, wow. Yeah, I know. This this dude is just... I, I didn't really go into a lot of his because we were talking about more about the females on this one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Maybe he, maybe his side of the story can come in a different episode. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, that... Yeah. I feel gross. Yeah, that one's... That's disgusting. The decapitation yeah. ones are really the ones that get me... Well, buckle in, because uh, I got a part two for you. Uh, is this decapitation as well? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Times other uh, things. Oh, okay. Or All plus, right. I guess. Um, okay, are you ready? Yeah. I'm excited to tell you about this one, because it's so gross. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. I was alone when I was researching this, and I, like, got scared. Where was your boyfriend? He was rock climbing. Oh. Like a loser. Mm, I suck. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is about Catherine Mary Knight. With a K. Knight. Knight. Um, okay. So this took place in Aberdeen, Australia, um, which is like three hours north of Sydney. So it's in like the new, um, new South Wales mm-hmm. um, area. This occurred in March of 2000, which I'm like, oh, that's kind of recent. And then I'm like, oh, that was almost 20 years ago. <laughs> um, okay, so it all starts with a man named John Price. Now, John Price was a 45-year-old male, and he worked at the local mines in Aberdeen, Australia. Crikey. You can say it like that each time. Crikey. There's a murder in the outback. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so he worked for the local mines, um, 45 years old. And on the day of his murder, he hadn't shown up for work. um, And his co-workers were like, that is not like John. Um, Something is wrong. So they called the police um, and told them, like, hey, this guy hasn't shown up for work. Something's, you know, you need to go check on him. Um, So the police drive to his house, and his car, John Price's car, is sitting in the driveway. Um, So they're like, okay, I guess he's still here. Maybe he um, slept in or something, you know, and just, like, missed work. Right. So they go up to the house, and they knock on the door, and there's no answer. And um, the... uh, One of the cops, like, looks through... He sees, like, blood on the door. 
and he um, looks through the mail slot. You know, the little mail slots that, like, are flaps. Yeah, like when we up. drop off our rent. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like that. Only it's, like, in the door. Yeah. Um, so he opens that and looks through it, and he sees a tall, dark curtain hanging on the archway of the hallway of the foyer. Um, a tall, dark curtain. So... Um, they were like, okay, we need to get inside. That's weird. So they, they broke in, and um, they walked up to this curtain, and the other policeman, he grabbed it. And as soon as he grabbed the curtain, his arm was immediately covered in blood. What like the like the arm that grabbed the curtain was just like, just blood just poured out. Like it was, he said that um, in the interview, he said that his arm was like cold out of nowhere, and he looked at his arm, and it was just covered in blood. Ew. Yeah. So um, they later found out um, that what they found was not a curtain, but in fact it was a human pelt hanging in the doorway. What the hell? Yeah, it was a human pelt. Wait, where was this again? Sorry. Aberdeen, Australia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did say it. Uh, how did I forget e- that? Aberdeen. Yeah. Aberdeen, oh Australia. Yeah. God. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Heebie-jeebies. Oh, God. Okay, so it was a human pelt hanging from the doorframe. Is this John's human pelt? Oh, I'll get to it. Don't you worry. So then they look past the human pelt slash curtain, and they found a headless torso laying on the ground with no genitalia connected. The genitalia had been cut off. And this is a man, I assume. Yeah. So they walk through the house and they see blood everywhere. And there it shows like crime photos in this interview that I watched and there was blood everywhere. Oh my god, like, I don't even I wouldn't even want to see that. It's just like it's not like I expect I would expect it to be a lot worse than what it was, but it is still like it's smeared on the walls, like it's spattered everywhere, mm-hmm. like it's just it's gross. Um so they're walking through the house. They see blood everywhere. They um, walk into the kitchen that's also covered in blood. And they see a pot sitting on the stove, just sitting there. Um, and then they find, uh, they see two dinner plates on the kitchen counter um, with meals completely cooked and prepared on these plates. Oh, my like God. Like someone was getting ready, like cooked a meal and was getting ready to eat. Probably going to eat their balls. And just <laughs> and just left it. We're having sausage tonight. Disgusting. Okay. So <laughs> um, so they're like, okay, well, that's weird. Um, they keep walking through the house. They walk into a bedroom. They hear snoring, like from mm-hmm. down the hall. They hear snoring. So they walk into a bedroom down the hall, and they find a woman asleep in what? a bed. And hint, it was Catherine Mary Knight asleep in the bed. Um, they, so they tried waking her up, and they're like, oh, my God, what happened? She couldn't wake up. They couldn't wake her up because she had been drugged with a multitude of pills. She had numerous concoctions of pills in her system. So she's taken to the hospital immediately. The police, the two police drag her outside and, like, put her out on the lawn, I guess, like, to warm her body up or something. I don't know. They just put her outside um, and wait for the ambulance to come pick her up. So that is the beginning of this case. 
This is just what happened upon arrival. He was dead on arrival. Um, okay, so a little... I would say so if he was hanging there in, as a... Yeah, literally a meat factory. Okay, so <laughs> oh, here, here is some background into John Price and Catherine Mary Knight. Okay, so Price and Knight had been in a five-year relationship about, like, about five years at this point. They had been together. They were living together. Um, so John Price had been married before and was divorced, and Knight had had a string of failed relationships, which I will touch on later. Mm-hmm. Um, so the couple, was, they were described as partiers who liked to drink and smoke and hung out with a rough crowd, um, according to other people who were interviewed. Um, they always hung out at this pub with like a certain crowd. They always would drink, and then they would always get in a fight. Or, <clears throat> what's her face, Catherine would get in a fight with John Price and then like storm out. So, um, that was kind of like their routine for them. That was their fun uh, weekend date night. Drink, smoke at a pub, get in a fight, go home. Um, so, just to give you a little insight on how crazy this lady actually was, she was notoriously jealous of Price's past relationships, which led her to be violent with him. Just like, get over it, lady. God. Okay. So, what <laughs> she did to get even quotations with him was she recorded a video of a first aid kit that she believed Price had stolen from his job. And she showed this video to his bosses, saying, Look, John stole this first aid kit from here. <laughs> which got him fired. Oh, really? He lost his job as a coal miner. Which, my experience knowing coal miners, you get paid a lot of money. I don't know if it was that way in Aberdeen, Australia Yeah. in 2000. But, uh, I mean, if I mean, he lost, I don't think she worked. So, that was, like, their only source of income, which is kind of stupid on her part if you think about it. But, anyway. It is stupid. She uh, wasn't thinking about anything other than uh, I getting imagine, even with him. I imagine coal miners got paid Decently, yeah. It's a dangerous job. Yeah, it's a dangerous job. Um, Okay, so... But the kicker was, he didn't actually steal this first aid kit. Oh. What what had happened was, the mine was throwing the first aid kit away because it was so outdated. Like, it was just an outdated first aid kit, and, like, by law, they can't, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they were just throwing it away, and he was like, oh, I'll take it, you know? It's got some stuff in there I could use. So he just took it home with him. And he told his bosses that he got his job back. So. Oh, okay. I was gonna. I, I would think that they would have done their due diligence before. You'd think. Saying saying, oh, you're gone. Yeah, you and would think, but um, especially like they described him as a really really good employee. He was yeah. a really hard worker. He was always the first one to show up to work, and he mm. would like get to work right away. Well, that's what you said earlier. Whenever he was gone, they were like, "This isn't him." Yeah. 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 So um, he was fired, then he got his job back. So that just kind of gives you um, an insight. That was like the first major, major like middle finger in the relationship, according to this um, thing I found when I was researching. So after that, John Price kicked um, Catherine Knight out. And three months later, they're back together. (laughs) She's living with him again. So, um, three months, they're living together. John Price went to his bosses and his friends 
and told them about all the physical and mental abuse that Catherine Knight was causing him, um, saying that she was like violent with him, that she would like just say horrible things to him. Um, <clears throat> oh, I guess I left this out, but so one night John Price woke up um, and Catherine Knight had a knife, like was holding a knife. And um, he was like, what are you doing? And she like didn't say anything. So he got up and ran out of the house in the middle of the night, like ran down the street to his friend's house or something. Um, so that just kind of like shows you, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't have it written down. One night she wakes him up holding a knife. He runs out of the house down the street. Yeah. Okay, so, um, so he tells his friend that, obviously. So Catherine Knight then calls the police and accuses John Price of being violent towards her. So she gets a restraining order put on him. But they continue to stay in contact despite the <laughs> restraining order. They're probably, like, living together still. Like, I had this restraining order on you, but I'll see you at home later. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you're sleeping on the couch. <laughs> um, so you can't touch me, but you better have dinner ready at 6. <laughs> yeah. So the day before his murder, he's at work, and he's, like, visibly shaken. Like, he is upset. Yeah. And his coworkers can tell that he is upset. And they've never seen him so shaken before. So they're like, hey, what's wrong? And he responds, I reckon she's going to do me in, oh. is what he says to his coworkers. So they're oh. like, oh, okay. Um, so they know. They know. The day of his murder, he went to the court. He went to the court, and he told the magistrate everything that Catherine had done, like waking him up in the middle of the night with the knife, yeah, um, you know, physically assaulting him, all that. Um, told him everything that she had done, and he got a restraining order against her. So now they have restraining orders against each other. Um, in the day, so that was the day of his murder that he got the restraining order. The day before, so the same day that his coworkers noticed that he was upset, mm -hmm. he went down the street to his friend's house. He brought some beers over to his friend's house. They were drinking beers. And he told his friend, mate, mate, if you see my van, if you see my van out front in the morning, call the cops. <laughs> She's done me in. So Dang. he knows. He's like, if you see my van out in the driveway in the morning before you leave for work, call the cops because she has killed me. That is crazy. Okay, so that Don't is... Don't you think there would be more, like... If I knew somebody was going to kill me, I would... I don't know, man. I would... Well, uh, as we can see, this is a pretty messed up relationship. Yeah, so. but, I mean, I would be fearful, like... Yeah. I don't know. Have some backup or something. Jesus. I don't know. I don't know, mate. So, um, jumping forward, that was the precursor. So now we're back to the human pelt hanging in the hallway. Okay. The police investigating. Okay. Um, so during the investi investigation, <laughs> Catherine Knight was in the hospital recovering from her um, attempted drug overdose, I guess. Yeah. Um, so they couldn't question her at this time. Is that what they, like it was, is she just ate a lot of pills? <laughs> yes, she ate them uh. with a fork. Uh. 
That was stupid of her. Um, yeah. She could have just no, swallowed them t- with a <laughs> bottle of water. Yeah, she took a lot of pills. <laughs> yeah, she took a lot of pills, and she was not responsive. So they couldn't question her at this time because she was recovering in the hospital. So um, they were, you know, investigating the house, and they're interviewing this guy in this video that I watched, and he's a forensic investigator, and he said he entered the house through the back door, mm-hmm. and he noted a sweet aroma throughout the house that smelled like something your mom would cook. So... <laughs> My mom doesn't cook genitalia. <laughs> no, 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 no. They opened the pot on the stove, and they found his head inside. I knew it! I knew she was cooking the part. Or they found maybe just meat inside? I'm not really sure. They found definitely... Meat. They what kind of meat? definitely found some identifying body parts in there. And they, yeah. Um, so this is the real weird part. They discovered... <laughs> is this on a doozy also? Yeah. They discovered that Catherine Knight had cut off Price's ass cheeks <laughs> and cooked them in the oven. I'm sorry. I don't... That's not funny, but... She cut off... His butt. Who wants that? She cut his gluteus maximus out of his body. Who who wants that? Cut it. That part. Cut it. Who wants to eat a human? She got the the flank steak from him. She cut it into five pieces. Is what they said. She cooked two of them in the oven. I don't know what she did with the other two. And then the last one, apparently she she tried. Man, that asked me to go straight to that. <laughs> no, okay. Okay. We're terrible. Um, okay, so she cut it into five pieces, cooked two, don't know what the other two, where they went. Mm-hmm. The fifth piece, apparently she fed to the dog. Oh, that poor dog. Yeah. Doesn't even know. I doubt it cares. Okay, um, so you remember the dinner plates sitting out earlier? Yeah, yeah, I mentioned yeah. with the meals on them. That was his ass cheek. Uh, I knew it. I knew there. it had to be something. Like, she, part? Yeah, she had put pieces of paper next to each plate with the names of Price's children oh on God. them, like labeling, this is your plate, Susan, and this is your plate, Daryl. I don't know if that was their actual did name. We, did we find out what happened to his dog? Um, no, I never did find out. I never oh, said. Really? Huh. I'm assuming it was maybe mixed in with the... Because it said it was cut off. In the pot or yeah. something. I don't know, but... Um, maybe you know you know how, like, said. you said his head was in the... Uh, yeah. In or the there room. was... It was either his head or there was just, like, meat in there. So it might have been, oh. like, his head and his genitalia, uh, like, shredded up in there. I don't know. So, like, you know, whenever, um, like, whenever people have the pigs on the table with like an apple in their yeah, mouth the was it pig. his mouth was it his no stop <laughs> <laughs> no god <laughs> i'm horrible yeah okay so she put paper put pieces of paper next to each of the plates with his children's name on them so it was indicating that she was expecting them to come into the house discover the scene and see the plate of food sitting there waiting for them Oh saying, my God. hey, here's your dad's ass. Yeah. Eat your dad's ass, please. Oh, okay, whoa. Now we're too <laughs> far. Okay, so it was ultimately determined that Price died of stab wounds. He was stabbed 37 times. 
and she had started, he was laying down in bed, one of the bedrooms, and um, she had started, when he was laying in bed, started stabbing him. He got up, tried to run away, and that's how blood got all over the walls, was oh, he was, like, yeah. bleeding, like, touching the, like, you know, trying to hold himself up. Yeah. Um, going down the hallway, she kept stabbing him, like, and then he got right to the front door and fell over and died. Oh, so that's like when they opened the door, they saw. Yeah, and she that's when she skinned him right there. Okay. In the foyer. Um, I cut his head off right there. Uh, yeah, so um, yeah, so it started out with a little bit of blood, and then by the time he was dead, I mean, there was just blood everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he was stabbed 37 times. Um, and then they later found out that Knight worked in a slaughterhouse for over a decade. Mm, that's where so she gets her skills from. she knew how to cut some meat. And her specific job was getting the dead carcasses, or getting the animal carcasses and cutting them up. Oh. So she knew her way around a dead body. Just so gross. That is gross. That's why I don't eat meat. Okay. So... Catherine Knight miraculously recovered from her drug-induced state. So um, the police brought her in for questioning because obviously she was a, one of the main suspects. Um, she stated that she did not remember anything about the time John Price had been killed, but she admitted to killing him. So she said, yeah, I killed him, but I don't remember anything that happened during me killing him. Um... She claimed that she had killed him because he was physically abusive towards her. Mm. So she finally just had enough of it and murdered him. And decided to... And cut his head off yeah. and his ass cheeks, cooked them, cut his genitalia off, yeah. skinned him, hung up his hide. I think I think we went a little far for... Yeah, overkill. Yeah. Um, so they later discovered that Catherine had been married like four times or something oh. like that before this. All obviously were ended. Um, her third marriage, uh, the husband had ended up um, running away from her, literally running away from her. He was hiding in like a town over under like a different name and he made sure she did not find out where he was. That's crazy. Yeah, that's how messed up this chick was. Well, I guess you can't really run away from an island. In Australia. Australia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so he ran away from her, hid, lived under an alias. Um, so apparently they had a kid together, which sounds like the worst idea I've ever heard in my life. Um, just in general, having a kid. And then also her having a kid specifically sounds bad. Yeah, this chick is crazy. She should... Yeah. We should try so, to procreate. Yeah. No. Um... Yeah, it's just, uh, so they have a child together. She sits the child, the baby, when it's a baby, she sets it on the coal train tracks. What? Yeah, she puts the baby on the train tracks for the coal train. Oh, um, my God. As a plea to get her husband back. Like, I want you back in my life so badly, I'm going to kill our child. What the heck? That's how I get all of my partners back. 
um, is I killed her children. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so, yeah, uh, they found out, well, as soon as she did it, she was admit, um, admitted to a psychiatric ward. I would hope so. Yeah, where she stayed a long time, and then she got out. So, This was with her third husband, right? Her third husband, yeah. yeah. Um, and then during the police interrogation, they learned that her the boyfriend she had after her third husband had also run away from her and hid. And well, no, wait, I'm sorry. Okay. The third husband, he didn't. Okay, so this was the boyfriend after the third husband that had oh. run away and hid in another town. Um, the oh, third, so the third husband. No. He just he just left her. Oh, okay. He um he did run away from her, but he like refused to come back. So yeah. she was like, I'm gonna set our baby on train tracks and. But the alias one was the boyfriend yeah, the after a- the third husband. Yes, okay. sorry, my bad. The alias was the boyfriend after the third husband. Um, he ran away and hid in another town because she murdered his puppy. And oh. in my notes, I put a sad face after this because <laughs> he had a puppy and she slit its throat Oh my! because God. she was cranky, as she described it. So heck? she killed his puppy. A um, little doggy. Yeah, I like almost cried when I heard that part. Because it's so sad. Anytime you hurt an animal, you should just die immediately. What about people? Yeah, they're important too. But animals <laughs> specifically, like, they're just innocent, helpless, angel creatures. And you should never do anything to hurt them. <laughs> um... So, yeah, this lady is a giant bitch. Yeah. Um, I agree. She also admitted in the police interrogation to stabbing another boyfriend in the stomach with a pair of scissors. But that was just a side note. Man, there's a lot of red flags with this chick. Yeah. Um, can you imagine, like, her eHarmony profile? <laughs> 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 oh, God. Okay. So, moving on to the trial that she was in. Um so she admitted to killing Price, but pleads not guilty, which makes zero sense to yeah. me. A sane person. Yeah, I killed him. I'm pleading not guilty. Yeah. Um, then halfway through the trial, she switches and says, oh, no, wait, I, I plead guilty. Oh, wait, no, I forgot. Yeah, I, I <laughs> plead guilty. Um, and she had no reasoning for doing this. Yeah. She just, oh, yeah. I'm changing my mind. Yeah, but she's kind of crazy, so it's like she probably had some stupid plan behind oh, yeah, it and, that didn't work out. And she out. did. She did. Um, so her doing this makes the judge nervous because he knows that if her case goes further than mm. this, um, she can plead. If she pleads, she pleads guilty now, and the case goes further, she could later plead to being criminally insane oh, and get okay. like a lesser charge. Um, so he was like, he was like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to cover my, my booty and yeah. Well, he doesn't want it cut off either. (laughs) Yeah. Um, he does not. He brings (laughs) in, he brings in three psychiatrists and they all diagnose her with borderline personality disorder, which if you know anything about, um, borderline personality disorder, the person who has it is typically very unstable without medication in most aspects of their life, and specifically with relationships. 
So they are extremely unstable with relationships, um, with their emotions, with their sense of self. Yeah, it's just not good, um, which kind of perfectly explains all of her, um, you know, life. Um, so they deemed her completely sane. Well, I mean, relatively. She she was conscious of what she was doing. She was, awa- right. she was aware. She didn't black she out. She was not dissociated with anything. Yeah. She... She was aware of what she did. Yeah, it's like, um, like she didn't just viciously stab this dude. Like she, yeah, skinned him and yeah. cut off things and okay, so cooked them and um. Oh, and then after, uh, okay, so the judge in the trial stated that during during the trial, when evidence was presented through like photos or objects or anything. Or someone spoke um, on behalf of John. Um, she never looked at anything or anyone, and she never showed any emotion or expressions. Was that part of her little plan? To I don't know, know. maybe. But yeah. she just like never looked at anything. Never like was just a stone statue sitting mm-hmm. there, basically. Um, and then also during the trial, like out of nowhere. She just started like yelling, screaming, like thrashing her body around back and forth because she wanted the session to adjourn. So that was her way of getting what she wanted, was just <laughs> pretending heck? like she was having some kind of seizure or something. I don't what know. The, that is. And also to like support her criminally insane thing. Yeah. And they're like, no, you're fine. You're just mm-hmm. faking it. Calm the fuck down. Yeah, basically. So. Um, the judge of the trial said that after seeing the evidence photos, he didn't eat meat for three months. Really? Because it was so disturbing. Oh, man. I bet. That's that's gross. Oh, I could never be, like, if I was a cop and saw that, you know, yeah. I would um, be mentally, like, unstable so for much a therapy. long time. Yeah. So much therapy. Um, so that happened in March, the murder. In October 2001... Catherine Mary Knight was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. And this was the first woman in Australia to be given a life sentence ever. She was the first woman. What, and what year was this? 2000. Yeah. Huh. That's crazy. Um, yeah. And then I found an article that... Yeah, we had... Sorry. You're okay. We, we had... A million people just freaking killing yeah. in like the 1980s and before that, obviously. Yeah. But I mean, first woman to get a life sentence in the country slash continent of yeah. Australia. That is that's crazy. Yeah. Why is America so much worse than? I don't know. Australia is a continent, right? Yeah. Okay, so I thought, and also a country. Okay. Um. So I found an article from 2017, and it said that in her prison, which is the Silverwater Women's Correctional Center in Western Sydney, she is known as and referred to as the Nana um, because she she's older now. She has, like, white hair, thick glasses. She knits. Was Did you see pictures of her? No. Oh. No, but she's, like, there's this older woman. Um and is known as the Nana. And she is seen as a leader to her inmates because, of, because of what she did. Oh, good. that's disgusting. Yeah. What's her, what's her full name again? Catherine Mary Knight. 
She is she is not a looker. I thought you no. said you didn't see pictures. Uh, not when she was older. Sorry, oh, I thought oh. you meant when she was in prison. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, no, she, what? Yeah. Do you see this right now? Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. No. I don't get it. That is not worth anything. Maybe in her younger years. Like there, she wasn't too bad. Oh, man. he. Yeah, that's, that's John Price. That was murdered. Wow. And beheaded. Oh and had his gosh. butt cheeks cut off. That poor man. Yeah. So that was my murder. One of the most vicious. Ew. Okay. Stop looking right. at photos. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was disgusting. Okay. Um, yeah, one of the most vicious female killers in uh, yeah. the so great well, country did, of Australia. Did it ask what her plan was for the pelt or, like, why? No. <laughs> That's that's weird. Yeah. But I guess she had a butcher background, right? So. Yeah, I mean, she knew I how mean, to do it. Yeah. She probably just wanted to dehumanize him as much as possible. Yeah. That's oh, like. You're, yeah, yeah. Like a huge like, haha. Mm-hmm. To him, like just blatant disrespect. Yeah. Towards him, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. Yeah, no kidding. She's still alive, as far as I know. Oh really? Yeah. She didn't get. Do they death have death sentences in Australia? I don't stuff? think so. I don't, but I don't know. I also don't really know. I just said that. Yeah. That I, uh, I don't know. Do they have death sentences in, in Australia? Do they have mm-hmm. the death sentence in Australia? I don't know. That would be... Capital punishment in Australia was a form of punishment in Australia that has been abolished in all jurisdictions. Queensland abolished the death penalty in 1922. Huh. Between Ryan's execution in 67 and 84, several more people were sentenced to death but had their sentences commuted to life imprisonment. So, no, they just have mm-hmm. life imprisonment. So, that's why prison. she just got... Okay. That's Which I, I think is what yeah. we should do because mm. I just feel like that's a lot more torture than just dying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Locked in a dark room. Yeah. yeah. Solitary confinement. Yeah. But that's crazy. That's insane. Yeah, it's disgusting. But, yeah. So, that's our killers. Good night. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So, what, what should we do next time? I don't know. I, I was thinking of that earlier. I had my like, list. Like, right before we started. A list of topics. I like the uh, unsolved unsolved mysteries. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, those are good. Those are good. They could be um, killers or anything, really. Oh, I was gonna say cannibals, but I was like, mm, no, uh, that's Catherine. You kind of hit on it already. Uh, well, we she never really did, and it was never her plan to eat that it. we know of. Well, that's true. Um, maybe that's where the penis went. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we could do attempted murders. The people survived. We could do bizarre murder weapons. We could do bizarre murder weapons. Children who kill. Oh, children who kill. That's a. Uh, I like that one. Yeah. Okay. I think that there's a documentary on Netflix. Probably. 
Right. Yeah, there but is. But I didn't. I didn't watch it. And if it's killer kids or yeah, kids who yeah, kill I'm not going to choose a name on there just because that would be too easy. But if it coincidentally is, then oops. But I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to try to pick somebody on my own. I already know how I'm doing. I feel like no, we've been no. sitting here for four hours. We for a while. Um. Okay. So tune uh, in for episode three. It'll be right. child killers. All right. Bye. Ask me.